This is David Altschuler. Welcome to A Concerted Effort, a non-technical exploration of some seriously good music. Greetings, fellow listeners. There's a wonderful ballet written by the Russian composer Serge Prokofiev. It doesn't sound like it was written during World War II while Russia was being barraged and battered by Hitler's armies, but it was. We all know the story of Cinderella. It's a wonderful fairy tale about the girl who dresses up as a princess with the help of a fairy godmother and meets a wonderful prince, but she must leave the royal ball by midnight because at midnight she stops looking like a princess and the prince will no longer be fooled. Now, I want to play these excerpts just because I think they're so wonderful, but there is an idea that we can also explore, and that is the tension between creativity and limitations. There's a lovely anecdote about the famous actor John Barrymore, who was playing Richard III on stage. As you may recall, Shakespeare's Richard III was somewhat disfigured. He had a limp and a hunchback. Someone asked him after a performance, how do you get that wonderful little limp that you do? And he said, it's very simple. Most actors playing Richard III will try to simulate some kind of a limp. I try to take the character's point of view. I turn my left foot in a little bit, and then I try and walk as normally as I possibly can. In writing the music for this ballet, Prokofiev wanted to convey to the listener that it was a fairy tale. On the other hand, he wanted to move us, adults, about the dramatic tension and the passions that were involved in this story. So how does he do that? Is it childlike or is it adult? What you will hear is that in the instrumentation and the harmonies, it sounds childish and like a fairy tale. But in the music itself and the design of the dramatic course of the action, it's very adult indeed. Let's go to act three, where the prince has one glass slipper and he's desperately looking all over the world to find this woman that he danced with at the ball. Here's the galloping music of the prince looking for this princess. Notice how desperate and furtive it is, and yet it's light and childish, befitting a fairy tale. Wasn't that fun? Obsessive, yet determined and innocent. Now let's finish up with the finale of Act Two. This is the dramatic crunch of the story. The princess has won the heart of the prince. They're having a wonderful waltz in front of everybody. Cinderella realizes that it's just about midnight. You will hear the music change dramatically and instantly. You might not be sure if you're listening to music accompanying a fairy tale or an Alfred Hitchcock movie. A pounding rhythm in the orchestra 
alternates with the pounding rhythm of a woodblock all by itself. Imagine watching that Hitchcock movie. The camera zeroes in on the heroine's face, and all you see are her eyes, wide open in terror. That's the woodblock. Bum, 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 bum. And the music alternates back and forth between the woodblock only, which is terrifying, although it sounds childlike, the whole orchestra being involved. After about a minute of alternating between the woodblock only and the entire orchestra, then the clock begins to strike 12. You'll hear 12 insistent beats of the clock, and then the music soars as you can picture Cinderella running out of the ballroom as fast as she can, leaving the prince alone with her one slipper. All this time, the music sounds like a fairy tale, and yet, and yet, we are moved and terrified.
Prokofiev's weaving of childish and adult elements is also seen in recent movies about comic book heroes that we enjoyed as children. And quite possibly, Prokofiev enjoyed returning to childhood while facing the personal and national catastrophe of World War II. I hope you enjoyed that exploration. This is David Altschuler. Thanks for listening.